Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Happy Valentine's Day, Mish. Happy Valentine's Day to you, Chandra. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. Um, we leave tomorrow. So it's we're doing so double exciting. rehearsals. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel good. It's a beautiful day, very cold. And I feel like uh, got a new lease on life overnight. How about you? I'm doing well. We're gonna go we're gonna leave in a few days to come see you play in Washington DC and so I'm a little bit like we Adam and I have a Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow and ask you what are you doing for Valentine's Day um there's a new restaurant that's like two miles away and it's pretty walkable and we love to walk so I think we're gonna walk and have dinner and but and then we have the big weekend, you know, with the family and we have some plans. So it'll be fun. Yes. That's our Valentine. You and me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting to hug you. We're packing. Yeah. We have very unromantic plans. Oh. I'm like, it's fine. Oh, you can hold hands every time. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah. So I want to talk, we want to talk briefly on our mini so today. We're both like scrambling to get out into the love of the world, but we wanted to talk a few things love. And we have an article, um, a concept, if you will, that we wanted to talk about. But first, I had a quick idea that I'm springing on you. And I thought you could tell us what you think Taking Back Sunday's most romantic love song is and why. This is a quiz. Oh, no. I'm really bad at this because I feel like I should know the titles of these songs. (laughs) Just sing it for us if you don't know. The lyric that is your safe child, you are safe. It's that's the lyric. There's a tiny voice in your head, so it's a thing. You're a safe child, you are safe. That one. I'm gonna Google it. So I I mean, is that that song or divine intervention? People are gonna judge us. And you know, I don't really care. I do listen yeah. to them all the time. But it's one of those Is it my blue songs. heaven? Yeah, that's it. It is. I don't know. I that was just the first one that came to mind. That's probably well, the one. The one is like an actual love song. Yeah. Yeah, one of those two. What about you? What's Coheed? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was thinking, so Wake Up is like the obvious one. That's, I guess, like the one people know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that one because it was written when we had just kind of met and we're like getting our bearings. And it's it's really just about like, I think it covers the full spectrum of human emotion when you love someone. Um, it's also maybe one of the only love songs to talk about. <laughs> killing and murder so that one but then also I was thinking they have a song on the last record called our love and that one is really special to me because we've gone through so much now that it's almost like more significant and beautiful because you're still um like finding these things about somebody and I don't know yeah so I thought that was a something we should just discuss briefly yeah I'd wonder what like the, the guys would say versus the fans in both bands to, to like kind of think what's your favorite romantic song 
we should ask them and then we'll yeah. post their answers. Yeah, I was trying to find love songs on Apple Music last night and um, it was hard. I, I really wanted some Sinatra. I don't know what I was looking for, like some classics. And I went to this playlist called Classic Love Songs and it was pop music. <laughs> it was like Brian Adams. You know, it was like um, John Legend and that. And and I, I just don't listen to pop music at, at all, even if I love the artist or like um, I just don't. I don't know. I'm like that 90s anti-establishment Elliot Smith it's so ingrained in me that I so but we were listening to um John Legend it just it was like I couldn't find anything else at the moment and we were trying to get back home I will say that all of me by John Legend is that's what it was yeah one of the most beautiful love songs of all time I think it's perfectly written the lyrics are just breathtaking it's a national treasure well, I was kind of complaining. It was that one. And I was kind of complaining because I was like, oh, it's not what I was looking for. And Asa was like, this is a really good song. And I was like, okay, yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Curves and all your edges. Like, what- even that line, I'm like, holy shit. John. Good. Yeah, John. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> what a man. He's also, like, such a nerd. Yeah. I think their relationship is so cute. Yeah, I do, too. I think... Yeah, when he was man of the year and Chrissy Teigen was roasting him. She's controversial, but I don't I don't yeah, know that much. Who about isn't, it. you know, yeah. at this point. It's so true. <laughs> okay, so last night, like, let's see, we can cut the last night part. We're always really prepared production-wise. <laughs> We're months ahead. <laughs> Chandra, the other day, introduced me to this concept of the 36 questions. I had, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. Where did you hear it? On just the internet or? saw a thing about it um like an article a while ago maybe like last year even that they were doing this like research to see if they could force people to fall in love like on a first date to really make a true connection I guess it was developed in the 90s um but I had never heard about it until then basically there's 36 questions that these two researchers developed to try to force intimacy um (laughs) very interesting uh, let me see here. It says other researchers develop these questions to see if two strangers can develop an intimate connection just from asking each other a series of increasingly personal questions. The experiment became massively popular after the New York Times Modern Love column published an essay in 2015 about her experience trying the questions with an acquaintance who she went on to marry. Ooh. I was thinking we could ask each other like one, two, three, four, various questions, but I didn't know they got more and more personal. So I'm like, should we do three? <laughs> should we start yeah. with the most personal? We could that's do how like, we roll here. Yeah, we could do like one of the, <laughs> some of them are, some of them I feel like we've even covered. You and I might be in love, Misha, now that I'm looking at these. One is like, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Oh, yeah. And that's in set two. I think we've done, we've probably, I hope that we've covered them all. Maybe it's why we hit the ground running because we are like, let's start at set three. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the set three is pretty intense. So let's give some examples from each set and then we can, you, you pick what we are going to ask. All right. So we will start with number one, because this is a pretty common, you know, like get to know someone question. Yeah. These are also great. Like if you have, even if you're married or have a partner or you're dating or whatever, like Pull a couple out because I feel like some of them I don't even know about my husband. Yeah, Adam and I have been together 16 years this month. But I feel like if I had this on my phone, you know, just during our date, you can just be like, oh, let me ask you this question I found. 100%. 
Okay. So number one from the first set is given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I feel like this is a pretty standard. Yeah. But they don't specify dead or alive. So Uh, that's such a hard one. One person. It is really hard. Okay. Let me give you another one. What, what, What would you say? Do you have an answer? I don't have an answer for that one. I would have to like stew on it. And if like, it was my we... first date with somebody, I might just make something up that <laughs> felt like that moment, you know, like it'd probably be a poet or somebody that I really respect and think would be a good dinner. Oh, but what if you were like God and then yeah. the well, universe is forced to I would provide choose my grandmother? If oh. it could be either dead or alive, I would choose her. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about, oh, you've already, you have told me this one. Number seven, <laughs> do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? You've literally told me this. <laughs> I think I have a lot of hunches about how I'll die. But if I'm being honest and I'm putting this like out into the ether, I think it is uh, dementia. I worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what my grandma had. And I already forget shit just literally every day. Yeah. But the... Um, or a blood clot. Psychic medium or, you know, that I both maybe. I mean, you know, the psychic medium that I saw... <laughs> with my friends was a palm reader and she said I will live to be very very old and that is um in my family a thing you know 100 105 but so I really dementia would be okay I'd rather not but I can that I don't have a great mind or memory already but I you know I like the idea of like in bed by the seaside yes yeah I would love to stage it truly and have a plan I mean I fully support people who go to other countries to be able to have like a planned exit from this world because why why not I feel like we're so caught up on like life being actual breathing and a heartbeat and brain activity and it's like none of that matters you know I think you should be able to choose what that exit looks like especially if you're in in pain like intense chronic pain um yeah Isabella Allende's book she just wrote Soul of a Woman it's so good but she has a whole chapter on it I didn't know she was so but she said yes elderly people or sick people should definitely just be able to choose did you see on the headline about and it was a Dutch from Netherlands an old prime minister was a politician in the Netherlands for years and him and his wife were 93 and just this week just decided to die together and it's legal there so I hesitate to say this but that's my dream is that nobody has to be alone and navigate this life together. I mean, when you have a child, it gets a little complicated, right? Because you don't want to like. No, but they're ninety three. I mean, yeah, ninety three. Like they're fine. They've they've got their lives, their families. Like they're ready for you to go as well. I think like you're. T- you know, is I, I don't want to be a burden on somebody, and I don't want to be like a shell of myself. I want to you know feel like I'm a part of the world. And when you can't feel that way, take me out. No, I'm opposite. I've told my friends many times. I'm like, if I'm in a coma, don't you dare. You let me, we'll figure it out. Put on some good documentaries. Read me some books. We just had this conversation at lunch the other day. And I was like, well, I do not want somebody like wiping my butt. I'm not, not into that. I would like to pull the plug. However, I think there should be a grace period. And I'm trying to figure out what that, how many days is that? Is it 40 days? No, I'm like three years, five years, just audio books. I feel like then you can still... I mean, that's what I love to do is listen, read and listen to books. I mean, I could just You're do like, that uninterrupted. <laughs> You've been working hard for this. Um, no, I'm like 60 days. That's it. And then oh, let me go. Yeah. yeah. But then I want to have a really fun going away party. Oh, yeah. We're in, everyone's in there Very dancing, open. your music. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. 
okay, see, we might get married after this. Truly. Yeah. Like we want to question in. We're all like, okay, well, I'll pull the plug on you and you yeah. will read books to me. It's good. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Set two. What should we pick from this? All right. Let's see. Well, I like the crystal ball one because that's sort of my vibe. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Life, anything else, what would you want to know? I would want to see the rest of my child's life, just in case I don't make it. I don't well, know I'm not going to make it, hopefully, for <laughs> the rest of it, you know. But, it, but um, yeah, the rest. Yeah, I, would yeah. like to, I would like to travel along and see like his kids, if he has them, and his life, and if he's happy. I would love that. That's what I would want to see. I feel like I would kind of try to do a caveat and be like, could I ask how, like how to get there or how to do this? That's what I would ask if this I can. Is your I Capricorn going out. Yes. And I don't really believe things are set in stone. I feel like there are options and choices all the time and we have to be brave and tenacious. And, and so I would, I would probably want to ask how. Yeah. You know what I always say? Sometimes when people make a choice, then they are like, damn it, what if I made the wrong choice? And there's this other one. What did this path look like? But I believe once you make a choice, that was always the only choice. There was no other choice to begin with. Like that was only what you were ever going to do. Totally in a predetermined way necessarily, but in like a... Well, there's that Stanford book by, that I was telling you about. It might be called Predetermined, but it's by the... He's a primatologist actually, but he studies brains. And he would argue that's true because it's like, because of who you are, how you were raised, all these conglomerate forces, that is somewhat true that you would always make this particular choice. Unless, you know, I I don't know if I believe in predetermination, but I think that you if you you feel... I always like feel, I'm like, well, I know I have to do this. And so mm-hmm. I do feel that. I also, there was a quote I saw on the internet the other day. And this woman was being interviewed by Rich Roll. And she said, once you make a choice, it doesn't matter if it was the right choice. You have to make it the right choice. And I like that mindset. I like that too. I mean, I feel like I, oh my gosh, I literally just got a New York Times update as we're sitting here doing this to fall in love with anyone. Do this. Try asking these 36 questions. Wow. We're so current. Yeah. Look at us. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I believe in reincarnation. So I, I kind of believe that we already know what our paths were going to be before we came back, right? Like we yeah. had already made these agreements with each other and um, like, we know what we're here for. We just have to discover it in this lifetime, but our souls and our bodies were here to make those choices and to kind of experience whatever this life has for us. That's yes. a whole other. That's a whole no, other. all the books I've read confirm <laughs> all the strange, weird metaphysical books I've read actually confirm that. And, you know, when they're interviewing hypnosis and people who came back from near death or death, actual death. So yeah, we're here learning things. Yeah. Too common. Why is this so common? You know, if it's not somewhat true. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Set three looks hard. (laughs) So some of these questions, for example, dear listeners are number one is make three true. We statements each, for instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. Number two, complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank. Number three, if you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. These are great questions. They are. They're really fun. What about number eight? What if anything is too serious to be joked about? Um, Nothing for me. I, I know. I was thinking, 
what if anything well i mean yeah no 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 there are things like yeah yeah. i think like the death of a child child yeah that was that was what i was gonna say too yeah i don't like that being used as a trope either i'm just i understand there's catharsis and like reading books or watching movies and it should be written about but when it's not done well and it's used as like a as a some part of a plot i get really i'm like nope done yeah it can't just be the emotional train something i don't know feels very like manipulative yeah um okay one more you well let's ask one more and then we want everyone to go pull these up for their first dates or their galentine for yourself honestly like valentine's day for actually quick aside i bought myself a valentine's day gift because self-care and self-love is important and it's the shark hair dryer Uh, oh i haven't heard of it no is it like the shark vacuum? Sort of, sort of. Um, but it has like all these attachments. So there's like a curling attachment. Literally, I blew my hair dry and it got like little curly, bouncy curls. 15 minutes, 10 minutes, like done. It is a game changer and it doesn't touch the hair. It's like distant heat. So it doesn't damage it. My friend Lauren recommended it the other day. And I was like, you know what? I'm buying it for myself. I love that. Yeah. I, I could use that. I was thinking that this morning. I made a commitment to think like okay today is the day to love myself i'm gonna i need the sun i've been mm-hmm. saying that the last year i'm gonna sit in the sun i'm gonna do do good things like that yeah so if you're home today and you're like whatever taking yourself on a date you don't have someone you're going out with you don't care about valentine's day look at these questions and i mean it's a good chance to get to know yourself better because a lot of these answers i don't know even for me yeah. i'm like i don't oh. know i haven't thought about that or you don't want to kind of but why not you know yeah. Like whose death would you find most disturbing of all the people in your family? Oof. I don't like to answer that. No, me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, these are great. This would be a fun, <laughs> fun date night, solo night. Here's um, a one. Here's one I think we could do. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would it be and why? laptop i need my computer i thought the same thing i know which is so stupid because the cloud but i don't trust the cloud oh no i have so much work on there that i just haven't saved anywhere else that i would be really my whole poetry manuscript i'm sure i've sent it out places i just feel like i could as long as i had my laptop my and my family obviously my life could go on like just kind of relatively yeah i take photos of everything too so I feel like anything that is yeah. like tangible that I, I might like my immediate gut is save this styrofoam cup that Claudio wrote his phone number on that I've been like toting around with me since we met. It's very important to me, um, but I have a picture of it. So who cares? I know we have some art, really, really cool art, you know, from friends or from local artists that I, if we had more time, I might go take yeah. off the wall. One of Keaton when he was a kid, but for the most part. Yeah. It, there's too many to choose from. Okay, wait, there's one more. And I like this one because we can do it. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. Misha, my love. I love your drive and your determination and your kindness and the way that you show up for people and the way that you hold people accountable and that you manage to do all of those practical things but also 
like lean into magic. I think it's wonderful. You know, the whole time I was listening, I was thinking we are, what a reflection, because I feel the same way about you and all of those things. I loved that you threw and hold people accountable because I feel like I'm, I could maybe take that down a notch. <laughs> okay, Chandra. I could take I, it up a notch, honestly. I love how authentic you are because you just say what you believe and you don't hold back and it's always so wise and loving. And I love your style and how friendly you are and non-judgmental and you just call people in and you love them for who they are and you don't harp on flaws or negativity and you just keep going forward and I love all those things about you we definitely don't tell people the positives and what we love I feel like it's so yeah we should all do that today yeah I think that's a really good note to end on you love somebody today your friend your dog your partner whatever tell them and tell them why and yourself do it for yourself too. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a good day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye.